Happy Monday, everyone. It is so good to be back recording a podcast with you here live from my living room. Hi there, I'm Kelsey. Here on the Save Podcast, I love chatting about the saving work of Jesus Christ and the good work that he wants to do in each and every one of our lives. If you stick around long enough, you'll learn that I, like all of us, am still getting to know Jesus better and better day by day. But I hope what I share on this podcast encourages you into a deeper relationship with him. So come on, let's explore our identity as Jesus's saved. All right, everyone, let's get rolling. Make sure to buckle up and uh, just get ready because I have missed you. And I've been thinking about all the things that I've wanted to talk about on the Safe Podcast since we last chatted last. (laughs) Last chatted last. Anyway, let's focus up. So it has been, yes, quite a few weeks since I have been here with you. Of course, like I mentioned when we started this podcast, my summer is pretty busy and a lot of stuff has been going on. Um, The first week we took a break, it was Memorial Day. Um, So yeah, that was the reason for that. I was just enjoying some time with my family and um, enjoyed spending time together and all that kind of good stuff. And then last week, it was right after a big move. My husband and I moved from the Alpena area in Michigan over to the Traverse City area, which is just absolutely gorgeous and beautiful any time of the year, but especially in the summer when you can go outside without a snowmobile suit on. And uh, now it's June 10th. So that means it's time for us to resume our talkings of faith, of God, and of our lives. And, you know, as we get going, I just want to provide the reminder also that we do have an email that I would love to hear from you at. Um, I haven't received a single email. And according to Anchor, I have 16 consistent listeners. So that means that I have 16 opportunities to hear from different people which would really bring me joy. So if you're listening to this podcast and you just want to say hi, or you have a topic suggestion, or maybe some comments, a friendly reminder to reach out at the saved podcast at gmail.com. Even if you want, pause this podcast right now, open that mail app and hit me up. I'd love to hear from you. So let's jump into this week's discussion. Of course, like I mentioned, it has been a few weeks since we've talked last. And as I was reflecting on why it's been a few weeks, I like I just mentioned, it's been busy and that kind of stuff has been going on as well. But kind of maybe you fall into this pattern as well where you get excited about something and you jump into it and you get going and it's going great. And then life creeps up and busyness creeps up and doubts creep up. And next thing you know is you've taken a break longer than you expected to. So for me, I just mentioned, you know, that's kind of how I felt about this podcast. Super excited, super fired up. I thought it's been going great so far. And, you know, 16 consistent listeners. I'm pretty excited about that just to be talking to you guys. But I don't know. When I was busy this last week, I just kind of, or these last few weeks, I kind of got discouraged and, you know, wondered what's even the point um, of doing something like this. 
Maybe this has happened to you with working out or eating well. I think that's a a great (laughs) example that we've all fallen into a similar cycle. Um, And I know, again, I have too where you get excited, you say, I need to make a change. Um, You start eating healthy, you're more active. And after a few weeks, your excitement kind of tapers and you get distracted. And next thing you know, it's been a while. Um, Maybe this happens to you with work and classes where um, maybe you're at work and you have a project going on and you get really excited about it, but then you kind of get in the middle of the project slump. Or even with your classes, that mid-semester slump is real if you are either in college or high school right now. Maybe you've experienced a cycle similar to this with, you know, your own personal or professional development. Um, Maybe you've wanted to incorporate more prayer into your life, or maybe you've wanted to incorporate it, um, continual learning, maybe learning a new language. I hear people are um, sometimes do that um, where they want to learn a new language just to, to be able to communicate with more people. But anyway, personal development type stuff. Again, you get excited, you get going, and then you get stuck. And eventually... Maybe you even get to a point where you say, what's the point? What's the point in me doing this podcast? What's the point in me making a change for my physical, po- physical health? What's the point in me working on my classes? What's, just what's the point? And maybe you even get to an existential crisis point where you zoom out and you say, what is even the purpose of life? What is even the purpose of all of the struggle and all of this heartbreak that I go through? All of the busyness that comes up, all of the conflicts that come up, um, all of the unknowns that come up. What is even the point? Um, because it seems pretty repetitive, right? It seems like a pretty repetitive cycle sometimes. Sometimes our hours stretch into days, stretch into weeks, stretch into years, and we feel like nothing monumental has happened. We feel like we haven't achieved much. We look back to a year ago, maybe, and say, oh, I thought I was going to achieve so much more since then. Or we look at someone else's life and where they've come in a year, and we say, how have I not achieved more? I mean, we can even look further down the line and say, in the last 20 years, I, I, I should be doing more. I should be um, more driven. I should be more developed. What is even the point of committing to making a change and then seeing nothing happen? What is even the point or the purpose for my life? So that is what I want to talk about today, is what is the point? What is the point of this life that God has put us on this earth to live? What were we even created for? I think this is a question you might struggle with um, at any point of your life. I don't think we ever graduate from the question of what is the point because You could be asking yourself this right now at a major life milestone, let's say between high school and maybe college or whatever is going to come after high school. Um, You could be answering this question as you go into your career. You could be answering this question in the first five years of your career. You could be asking this question literally at any point in your life, I think, saying, what is the point? What am I supposed to be doing here on this earth? What does God want from me? And I think that's a very valid question because our days and our time is limited. We don't have unlimited hours. We don't have unlimited days. We don't have unlimited resources. We don't have unlimited energy, unfortunately. I know that one gets to me all the time. I wish I had infinite amounts of energy and infinite amount of hours in the day, but I'm not God. And I have to remember that my body needs rest, my soul and spirit needs rest, and therefore I can't do it all. So how can we answer the question, what's the point or what's the purpose 
and then live on that answer wisely to use our time, our resources, our energy in accordance with God's will. And I think the first place we can go to get an answer to that is in Isaiah chapter 43. So if you have a copy of God's word with you on hand, feel free to open it up right now. Um, If you're driving down the road or running down that treadmill or whatever it is you do while you're listening to podcasts and you can't open a copy of God's word, that's not a problem because I am uh, going to read it for us aloud right now. But um, I just think it's so precious to get into a copy of God's word and into the text for ourselves. So if you can't do it right now, I encourage you to do it later. Again, Isaiah chapter 43. And this is quite a long chapter in it. God is encouraging um, the Israelites who are living in exile um, because they've gone through a lot at this point. Um, They've gone through um, being broken up as a nation. They've gone through... um, of course, a while back in their history, all of the stuff with Egypt where they were living as slaves for 400 years and then God pulled them out of that and then they were wandering in the desert and then they... I think maybe the history of Israel deserves a podcast in and of itself. Um, But the point here is that the audience is the discouraged Israelites, which, I mean, I think we can all relate to the discouraged Israelites, even though that was thousands of years ago, we all get to a point where we might feel like we are exiles on this earth, where we feel like we're not in our home, where we feel like we don't belong. Um, And so I think that's why this text can speak to us. And I think that's why um, it just is so impactful as we answer this question of what's the point. So enough with my intro on this text. Let's dive into God's word. So again, one more time, Isaiah chapter 43, verse one, but now thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. So right there, God's just reminding the Israelites of what he called them out. He's saying, I redeemed you out of Israel. You are my people. So picking up in verse two, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Seba in exchange for you. Because you are precious in my eyes and honored, I love you. I give men in return for you, peoples in exchange for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east and from the west I will gather you. I will say to the north, give up and to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the end of the earth. Now here's the rich, rich verse that we're really going to dive into. Verse seven, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. So there's a lot of good stuff there, just um, kind of talking about God wanting to remind his people to not fear and to not feel alone because he is with them and then kind of reminding them of what he's done for them in the past and um, what he's carried them through. And then in verse seven, he's saying, you're called by my name and I created you for my glory. So simply, What's the point? The point is to give God glory. I think it can be explicitly gleaned from that text is the point of our lives is to live, to give 
God glory. And I think another verse that backs this up is Genesis in chapter 1, verse 26. I think we talked about this a little bit the last time we were together when we were talking about Adam and Eve. In verse 26, God says, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let him have dominion over the fish in the sea, over the birds of the heavens and the livestock and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. But what's the point there is let's make man in our image. So, of course, the triune God there referring to himself as us and saying, let us create man in our image. So between Genesis one twenty six saying we are made in God's image and in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 7, we are created to bring God glory. We're not created to add to his glory. That's to say that by living a good life, we're not going to give more glory to God than he already has. That's impossible. Um, In the text, it talks about even our best acts being mere dirty rags compared to God's goodness. But instead, what we can do is display God's glory and share God's goodness. So that's kind of like what's being talked about in the Old Testament. I'd like to jump to um, the New Testament as well in 1 Corinthians 10, 31. Um, Here, Paul is talking about being free from the law um, after Jesus coming so that um, whatever we do, we can do it for God's glory. Um, Of course, because Jesus died on the cross, we were set free from the laws of the Old Testament um, that were needed for the Israelites to be ceremonial clean and to approach God and to be reconciled with him. Um, And unfortunately, all of those things would still fall short of the true um, reconciliation that we needed for our sin and for our shortcoming, which is why God sent Jesus so that he could pay the ultimate sacrifice on the cross and atone for all of those sins. And like I said, now because of that, we are free from the Old Testament law, um, but we are still empowered to do whatever we do So, um, for God's glory. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, the text says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Also in the New Testament in Matthew chapter 5 verse 16, um, Jesus is giving his famous Sermon on the Mount and um, he's talking, you know, he gives all the Beatitudes. Um, It's a a very um, familiar passage to most people. I would encourage you to to read the entirety of Matthew chapter 5 if you're not familiar with it. Um, But in verse 16 specifically, Jesus says, let your light shine among men that they may see your good deeds and give glory to your Father in heaven. So again, we're not adding to God's glory. We're simply displaying God's glory with whatever it is that we do. Um, Which sounds great, right? That sounds easy enough. You're probably saying to yourself right now, okay, Kelsey, thanks for that heads up. Um, I already knew that. What am I actually supposed to do with that? Unfortunately, I don't have an answer right now for you. That's something that we all need to discover personally for ourselves through prayer and through the word and through discerning what gifts God has given us and how we can use them for him. Um, I know this is something that I struggle with all the time, even Um, not even now that I'm working and, you know, have kind of fallen into a rhythm and um, fallen into, um, I don't know, maybe like, I don't think certainty is the right word, but I definitely have some major life questions answered in terms of the fact that I'm married and I've begun my career and I kind of have a path that I'm walking down. Even though that's true, I still wrestle with those questions of what's the point? What is my purpose? How can I bring glory to God on a day by day basis? 
And like I mentioned, that's something that we all need to discern for ourselves through prayer and with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Um, Because of Jesus and because of the work that he's done on the cross, and like I mentioned in the New Testament, how it talks about we can do everything for the glory of God, it's time for us to discern what our giftings are, what our callings are, what our passions are, and think about how we can use them for the glory of God. So I don't know. Here's maybe some examples. Maybe some of these things that I'll mention will speak to you. Um, For example, if someone is really passionate about teaching, um, whether they love being in a small group Bible study and facilitating that, or um, whether they love doing a bunch of research and then sharing it with other people, um, always knowing a bunch of kind of like trivial facts and relating them to, to the real world and the environment, teaching is a huge blessing and of course a huge gift that comes from God himself, which can be used to his glory, whether that's actually going to school and becoming a teacher in a school environment, or um, whether that means, for even example, starting your own podcast or your own blog or your own YouTube channel where you can be doing research and looking into God's word and sharing that with other people. That, of course, is a way that you can bring glory to him on a day-by-day basis. Maybe you love building relationship with others and being in community and love social events and meeting new people. Again, that is a huge way that you can serve people. Maybe directly in the church that you're a part of, if they have like a welcoming team or a community team, um, or even just finding people that you work with, even if you work in a more secular environment, um, just being there for people when they need you, you know, asking them how they're doing, kind of asking those deeper level questions um, besides just what did you do this weekend? Instead saying, you know, how are you doing? You mentioned that, you know, your child was struggling with this or you were worried about that, you know, can I follow up with you? How are you doing there? Um, I think if you're gifted in entrepreneurship, of course, there's all kinds of options to serve God through that every single day, Um, even in business in terms of the type of business that you go into, whether you have dreams of starting your own company and maybe it's a nonprofit that reaches people um, that have not yet heard the gospel. Um, Maybe it's an organization that's just dedicated to sharing the good news of Jesus. Um, Whatever it is that you're called to, again, that can be used for the glory of God. Maybe you're really passionate about activism or social issues that we see facing our communities today and really ensuring that people see the love of Jesus. Um, That's a huge area that needs Christ's love and Christ's light right now, I think, Um, as we look at what's happening right now um, with kind of like the abortion topic, um, whether we look at what's going on um, with same-sex marriage, whether we look at what's going on with poverty, immigration, all of these topics are things that need a Christian perspective perspective and need Christian conversation. Um, They need God's love specifically. And that's something that if you're passionate about activism or social issues, you're definitely called to be able to serve there. Maybe you love traveling and seeing new places and you're okay with being uncomfortable and um, kind of having like minimal comforts of home. That is a wonderful, wonderful way um, to use your gifts is in the mission field. Um, maybe you've heard of the world race before, um, but that's a, a mission trip where um, it's, I don't know, I'd have to look up into it more. I actually looked into it once, but um, it's from several months to like a year at a time. You go to 
I don't know. I know a friend who's doing 11 countries in 11 months and they have one backpack and that's what they're living out of for those 11 months. So of course, that's a wonderful way to bring glory to God through your passions and your gifts. Maybe you're in science um, or in math right now. Maybe you're studying those things. I just think it's so cool how we can explore God's creation and learn more about it and have more things make sense. I know for me personally, the more personal research I do into science and um, you know, learning about the beginning of the world and the beginning of time and how ecosystems work and how um, chemistry works and biology works. The more I dive into that, the more I dive like into, <laughs> pun intended, the deep sea. Um, you know, the final frontier they say is um, the deep ocean or um, learning about space. I just, I think I'm so in awe of God's creation um, through all of those things, all of the things that we learn more about um, in science and math and algorithms and all that kind of stuff. I think it just points to the um, order that God has brought to an otherwise very chaotic universe. Um, maybe you're passionate about studying history and literature, um, just looking at what God's people have been through, looking at the history of the world and um, the Christian values that it either has embraced or has not embraced, um, looking at literature and, of course, studying the text and studying the Bible and um, looking into those things more and, heck, I don't know, even sharing what you learn through um, kind of like a blog style or um, even in just conversation with other people, that all brings glory to God. Maybe you're passionate about photography, videography, music. Um, just think about all of the ministries out there that could really use your gifts um, to, in how you share, again, God's glory and order in this universe in a way that um, really triggers kind of a spiritual connection to the Lord. I know that um, the worship music that I listen to on my Spotify, the um, really um, kind of impactful um, pictures that I see from Christian media companies on Instagram. All of those things kind of pause me or cause me to pause and reflect on God and his glory and his goodness. <sighs> so anyway, that's not an extensive list and those aren't all of the ways that you can bring glory to God. Um, but I hope maybe that triggered something for you. And um, that's not to say that that's what you have to do 24-7. I mean, maybe some of these things are just your hobby, um, but there's still ways that you can serve God with your um, with your gifts. I mean, heck, even just working a regular nine-to-five job where you're in an office setting or you're at a coffee shop or maybe you're a hairstylist or, you know, some of those things that maybe you look at right now and you're saying, geez, I don't know how I can serve God doing that. You can because you are interacting with people and you have the ability to just share a little bit of kindness with them, a little bit of joy, a little bit of bright light, whether or not you get to specifically talk about God and the gospel. Um, those things come in time. That doesn't need to be the first thing that you bring up to someone um, and kind of more put them on the defense than actually engage in conversation with them. But just being there for them and letting them know that they're loved um, and that they're cared for. I think that's just such a impactful message that the you know people of this world aren't used to hearing right now is that they're loved. Um, I know I just visited a church for the first time this weekend. Like I mentioned, Casey and I moved and um, we were at a new church. 
And they went out of their way to remind people that they were loved. I mean, even like just the signs that they had in the parking lot as you were driving out that just said, you are loved, exclamation point, um, was just such a beautiful reminder to go into this week remembering that God loves us and he wants what's best for us. Um, and he loves us so much that, that he sent his only son to die for us. So um, whatever your giftings are, wherever you are in this season of life, your purpose the point in all of this is to bring glory to him. And it's not something that's cut and dry. That's not something that you wake up and it's a post-it note on your pillow from God that says, today I need you to do A, B, and C to glorify me. Um, but that's for us to lean into and press into the Holy Spirit and even more so rely on him and rely on prayer on a daily basis to think about how we can bring glory and honor to him. So I hope that that gives you some encouragement today. And one other thing, I guess, before I wrap up that I want to talk about is that um, when we use our giftings um, and our abilities for our own glory, it's not going to fulfill kind of that uneasiness that you might be feeling inside of you. I know when I feel like I um, am not living into my purpose or my calling, um, which is like relative that's a relative term. It's, it's something that I feel it's not true. But when I feel discouraged um, that I'm not living into my purpose or calling in my life, it's usually because I'm using the gifts that God has given me and I'm using them for my own glory instead of for his. Um, so when we use any of those gifts that we've been given to draw attention to ourselves or to make ourselves more popular or more profitable or, um, I don't know, more liked, not that those things in and of themselves are bad. Of course, the more wealth that God gives you, um, the more you have the ability to give back to those in need. Of course, the larger platform you have, the more you can reach people for Christ. Um, but it's very easy to start using those things for our own glory and to make an idol out of them instead of using them to worship God. Um, so this is just a reminder, even more just for myself, to remember that using the gifts that we have and the platforms that we have and the reach that we have and influence that we have, um, no matter how large or small, anytime the focus becomes about us, it's no longer for God's glory and it no longer um, will help us answer that question of what is the purpose of life. The purpose of life is not living for ourselves, not living for our own happiness, our own convenience, our own comfort, but instead our purpose is to live for the glory of God. So that's where I'm going to leave today. I encourage you to, you know, reach out if you have any questions or would like some resources about any of the avenues that I mentioned in terms of um, the world race, like I talked about other mission trips, um, different ministries in different fields. I know there's even a ministry through crew right now um, where they actually minister um, to politicians in Washington, D.C. So there are just so many cool ministries out there that I learn about day by day by day. So I hope you have a great day and know that I am praying for you. Maybe not personally by name, but I'm praying for anyone who's listening to this. Um, just that as they hear these words, that um, your heart would just be encouraged and stirred up by the Lord in terms of what he's calling you to do today to bring him glory. So with that being said, I plan on talking to you next week. I hope to be here. Um, I think what I'd like to talk about next on our show is um, in the in the Bible when Jesus is talking to some Pharisees and um, talks about the 
first greatest commandment being love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and then loving your neighbor as yourself and what those two mean. I think that'll be a great two-part podcast, loving God and loving your neighbor. So if you ever have any topic suggestions, again, shoot me an email at thesavepodcast.com. I'd love to hear what you have to say and what you're suggesting and uh, to even talk about it here on the show. Um, Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.